Hello. Hey you. Sorry. Stop. Oh, it's okay. I was Russian, Russian, Russian. What you doing? I'm just chilling, you know, I'm at home, baby free. Oh, that's right. I'm sure you miss him, but then you're also like happy. For sure. Hey, um, how are you connected to your phone? Because it sounds crappy. Okay, hold on. Let me see. Okay, hello? Better. Yay. What are you up to? I just finished making lunch. I'm having fun trying all these keto recipes. Mmm, nice, nice. Yeah. But um, before that, I actually went on my morning walk. Ooh, and you should, okay, first of all, you should see my plate right now. With every meal, I've been having a bunch of jalapenos and serranos. And I like kind of just stir fry them real quick. And when I went walking earlier, there's this lady that I always see and she has these old school cars. She's just she got a beautiful garden, and we've chatted it up, and the other day, we were talking, you know, I was telling her how I love chili, and she was telling me how her ex-husband used to be obsessed, and so she said, you know, stop by, and I'll give you, I make, I used to make him these pickled jalapenos, because he, he passed away, and so today she gave me the... The pickled jalapenos, and honestly, they're the best pickled jalapenos I've ever had. Wow. Ever, dude. So, mm. isn't that so sweet? Dude, that's so cool. And, like, she's your neighbor. Like, she's down the street. Yeah. And I just, I like when they're, you know, your neighbors are neighborly like that. Because, you know, some people just kind of stay to themselves. Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm happy in the neighborhood I'm at now because all my neighbors are super cool. Um, and we, we stay in touch, you know, because, dude, my last, the last place I lived at was for a while towards the end, I was like living in hell, I remember. It was terrible. Dude, I remember that. Like, you actually were like losing sleep. Literally losing sleep. Remember, like you were stressed. Very. Mm -hmm. It was. How did that start again? So they were were they new neighbors or did you? Because I remember, I think you moved right to another apartment. Yeah, I moved from the same complex in the within the same complex from one apartment unit to another and. We were good. We were chilling. And then they moved in and they looked super cool. Like talk about judging a book by its cover. Um, She was young. She was going to college and he was like working, you know, and they had a little baby. And I remember when I met them, I was like, hey, like, you know, welcome to the neighborhood, blah, blah, blah. Um, And I was like, yeah, we should get the kids sometime. Whatever, you know, I was just giving them like a little rundown of like being there and we could hang out or whatever because I had another set of neighbors that had a kid and we would let our kids play and then dude like hell started they would fight 
all the time and especially like Fridays, Saturdays, like after the bar, dude, like fucking clockwork at 2.30 in the morning. It was like ugly, dude, ugly, ugly, ugly fighting. And like it started with him just yelling and that was fine. I mean, I don't think that's okay, but you know, like that's not too bad. Um, They would just yell and then it started like getting physical. Like it started getting pretty bad. And, you know, I sometimes wanted to call the cops and then Anthony would be like, no, you know, like they're our neighbors, you know, just, and then it's an apartment, dude, you're like right there, you know? And, right. Um, and then what happened after? Did this start right away when they moved in or did it slowly? I feel like it was pretty quickly because they weren't there very long. They ended up just leaving from one day to the next. Wow. Yeah. And, um, what was I going to say? Hold on. Okay. So, yeah, my parents came into town. And, dude, that night that my parents came into town, they got into like the ugliest out of all of them. Damn. Yeah. And, um, oh, dude, my mom, my mom was panicking. My mom is already a very anxious person. Dude, my mom, to hear that, she was like, no. <laughs> uh, she was like, no, 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 háblale a la policía, you know? And I'm like, no, mom, no le puedo hablar because, you know, fuck. Like, then, you know, I don't want trouble with my neighbors. And even my dad was like, no, like, que no le hable a la policía porque pues, son los vecinos, whatever, whatever. And then, Dang. dude, yes. I, that's so hard to, like, hear somebody get I, I don't even know like I do remember you just I, I remember you going through this dude and that's a trip because like how do you handle that exactly so yeah okay so um then my my dad is against it Rudy Anthony has been against it he never let me call the cops um my mom was like call the cops I was like in the middle and then dude but it was bad like it was really bad and then the kid starts crying like I had never heard the kid in the background before when they would fight but then like that night the kid started crying and you know my mom works with children and you know that's she looks out for that shit so at that point my mom was like I don't give a fuck you're calling the cops like there's a kid involved he's definitely like drunk out of control and that child could potentially be in danger. So that's when my mom was like, call the cops. And I called the cops. And yeah, dude, he fucking got arrested. He was in his boxers and like had like all this like shit on him. Like some kind of like paint or liquid. I don't know. It was weird. Were you looking through the curtain? Like, how did you see? Bitch, you know my ass was peeking. I was like, <laughs> Like, pues, vamos a ver. Uh, mi mamá was like, a ver, asómate. You know, we were all like, oh, dude. It was <laughs> it was terrible. And then in the morning when we walked out, there was, like, liquor bottles. Well, maybe, like, one or two liquor bottles. And then a bunch of, like, beer cans. And, you know, they had just 
I don't know, dude, just messy shit. And then that same liquid that was on him when he got arrested was like all over their wall, like the, their door on their apartment complex and all that shit. It was weird. And then the next morning, me and my parents, we went like, I think we're, they were looking for a car for my sister. We went car shopping, whatever. Bitch, we come back and guess what? He's oh, He was back. He's back, girl, in her car. She, I'm pretty sure she's the one that went and bailed his ass out of jail. Oh, man, that's, that's rough. And I think that's why some people don't like to get involved because they're like, why? Why mm-hmm. get involved if they're, you know, the, the other person or the, the quote-unquote victim um, is just going to go back to, to the person and you caused all this drama but at the same time, I think when, like, over here in California, you're a mandated reporter. You have to legally report something if you hear or see. I don't know if it's here, but I know that you have to report if you know, to your knowledge, something's going on and the children, um, the child is in danger. So, yeah, I totally can see how that's hard. Because, like, do you get involved? Do you not? What's the right thing to do? This girl was, like, yelling for help. This girl was... When I... When Holy I saw shit. That, yes. When I saw that the next morning, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Because last night, you were just banging against the wall, screaming for help, yelling that he's beating you, and all this crazy, ugly, like, scene upstairs that I can only picture in my fucking head and my I'm, my imagination my imagination already runs fucking wild so when I'm hearing these things I'm like oh my god oh my god oh my god you know and oh yeah dude she would yell for help every time they would fight and that night you know because the kids started crying she's like my kid ah! like nasty dude I was my mom was like Hablale a la policía, you know so I called the cops and yeah we come back and this girl's holding the baby on one hip and over there with her baby daddy, I was like, oh, hell to the motherfucking no. And then my neighbor next door, me and her were pretty cool. And I remember one time she told me that she would, that she saw him walk upstairs with another girl and then leave again. And I, so he, they were just a mess. He was a dick. He was an asshole. And yeah, they were gone, dude, from one day to the next. They packed, they were packing like in, one night they woke me up in the middle of the night I could see them, like, packing shit into a truck, and then they were just, just like that, they were gone. I remember you being happy, like, kind of, not happy, but, like, relieved, like, you know what, they're just out of our lives. Yes, oh, God, because for a while, I was really scared, because I had called the cops. Yeah, I remember, and that's, yeah, and that's tough, because, obviously, a lot of people will have that same concept of, like, what an idiot like the girl what the hell but I think that's just that goes to show you how how dangerous domestic violence and and I guess the power that someone can have over someone not only that like being intoxicated and not having control right yeah oh yeah that takes it to a whole other level you know yeah, like, in my neighborhood now, we're all cool. I feel like if that was to happen at my next-door neighbor, like, my neighbor up in the front or somebody would be like, hey, y'all need to calm down, guys. Y'all know better than that, you know, or something. Like, <laughs> like we're more... 
it's a little different over here because you know that lately I've been dealing with some shit over here and the way we've been coming together it's really awesome and it kind of reminds me like back in the day like that's how neighborhoods were just we looked out for one another yeah dude we we, we really did and I guess that lady giving me that it's just it's it just goes a long way like yeah you want to look out for each other you know, I, she lives by herself, so every time I go, I check on, you know, kind of, like, keep an eye out. She's mostly outside all the time. But if I ever, like, something was off, then I feel like I would, you know, go out of my way to, like, it's not even go out of my way, but I would make sure, like, check on her. And I feel like that is so nice that you have that in your current neighborhood where you guys kind of are all, hey, what's up? How are you? What's going on? That's really cool because... I feel like a lot a lot more people nowadays are more to themselves or you don't see them because they're working all the time. Whatever it is, times have changed for sure. The, I think so too. The, the looking out for one another is just at another level. And plus, you guys lived in apartments. So I feel like that can also be a little bit of a of a difference you have really all kinds of people in a in apartments oh yeah people come and go it's oh yeah i wouldn't live in an apartment complex again unless i absolutely had to you know what's interesting though i feel like more so i recently watched the kids you know i, I told you mm-hmm. um my mom went on vacation and just a three-day like just the, for the weekend and i was like mad I don't know how people do this. I was very anxious. I was like, I kept waking up. If I heard something, like, I would go out. I literally slept with a knife next to me. Like, I was, <laughs> you know, just, I don't know. I was just scared. and I, I, Yeah, I guess I was scared. But I was also more, like, just aware of the fact that I'm the one in charge. Like, if something goes down, like, I need to, like, be ready. So I can't be scared. So every time I heard something, I would, like, go check it out. And, um, yeah, so she went for the weekend, and I guess, like, apartments, I feel safer because there's so many people around you, but, like, in your home, it's, like, the backyard is just, like, all us, and the next door, I don't know, it just feels more exposed. Do you feel, like, you, you feel that way, or you feel safer in your home? Um, no, I 100% now that I live in here and I know my neighbors and everything and how cool we are, I feel good. But when we first moved into this house, leaving an apartment complex, I was really, you know, kind of anxious at first, kind of scared because I was like, something happens and I yell, nobody's going to hear me in an apartment complex. It don't matter if I bang the wall on the left, (laughs) everybody to my right is going to hear it too. Like, right. You know, so. But, yeah, now that we, like I said, our, my community is really, like, you know, we've come together. And I guess it's, well, uh, yeah, with everything going on right now, we've really come together. So, um, that's beautiful, dude. But, girl, you sleeping with the knife. Lately, I've been sleeping, especially now that Alexander's not here physically. I've been sleeping as soon as Marie Anthony leaves. I, in the mornings, I grab the gun and I put it in the bed with me because... No, girl. Uh-uh. You know what, Patty? And I've 
always, I mean, there's been a few times that you've pulled out your gun because you felt like you had to check something out, right? And mm-hmm. the other day, actually, it happened when we were talking on the phone. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And when I pulled out, when I had the knife, I was like, you know what? I'm going to have the knife just because, I mean, you need something to protect yourself or defend yourself again, you know, kind of like arm yourself. And mm-hmm. I thought about that. My my mom does have a gun. I don't know if, she, you know, she wants people to know that, but she, you know, she, she has, but I've never felt comfortable for some reason but I think about you and yeah like there has been some some weird things that have happened throughout being an adult and I remember thinking like man and I I do always think like if I had a gun I feel so much safer and you (laughs) being my best friend like you have a gun and you like you know that one time you thought someone was stealing your equipment and it was a raccoon but you had you know your gun you were all ready yeah yeah like you're you're ready and I when we were on the phone and there was some like weird homeless looking um guy who just you know he looked very very like just off I was mm-hmm. like, like hey someone's like really some guy's like at the door he looks really like bad um they're like hold on I'm gonna go get my gun and I just was like dang like that's pretty powerful well yeah and then it isn't because it's really I don't want to hurt anybody, you know, like, of course, yeah. And that day, you know, I just make sure I didn't point my gun at her. I just let my dog loose, loose on it, on the, it was a girl. It was a guy that was, but there was a guy with her, but Yonsei caught the girl. And, and then I started talking to her. You heard it. Like mm-hmm. I asked her, did you break in here? Cause the window was open and all that stuff. And no, you know, she said she was looking at the forensic sign. I was like, girl, the phone numbers on the forensic sign just text me or call me and um yeah I make sure she saw the gun and everything I mean I want her I want them to know there's people here and we are armed so don't don't and then also it sucks because they're homeless people that's the problem that we're having in our neighborhood did I mention to you that we're having a really bad homeless thing going on yeah yeah, it's so, I mean, that's, I think, very relatable everywhere because we, our government doesn't have, like, a place for them or we don't look out for them as a community, I feel. And you're just seeing homelessness spike. It's, it's, it's really bad. It's really, really a big issue. And it's not an issue that just affects the homeless population. This is an issue that affects all of us. Like you're having, yeah, you know, and I remember you were scared that night, understandably, right? And I, you were texting, and you, you just were like, you were pretty shaken up, uh, because they, they ended up, we didn't mention, but they ended up breaking in the house right in front of you. Mm-hmm. So there's, you, you guys share a wall, and so they broke into that house. So obviously, like you're gonna feel violated, and that was so close to you. That's in your yard. Um, so that you're pretty shaken up and I just was like, dang, you know, this is like rough. But I remember mentioning to you that, dude, they, they're probably just as scared as you are. Um, they're really, I think just looking for somewhere to squat, you know, somewhere to just have a, a roof over their head. They don't have to look over their, their shoulder. Maybe somebody else, you know, will attack them for what they have. It's a Nobody, I don't think, in my heart, like, uh, 
the majority of the homelessness population does not want to be homeless. It's yeah. very scary. It's like, imagine if tonight, you know, you and I had to, go, even if we were together, like if you and I had to go, like we didn't have anywhere to sleep. We had to find somewhere. We're, it's going to be very scary. Yeah. There's no rules in the streets for them. So they're like, they're just, it's, um, they're just looking out for themselves. The only thing that scares me, because I've had an incident with a, with a homeless person before. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's whenever they're on shit. Like, whenever they're super high on something and they're not even a... Dude, that time, like, that guy banged his head against my windshield in my car. And, like, that was... Oh, my God. That was the ugliest thing I've ever seen, like, in person. Like, he was just... He banged his head against my car. And I was trying to help him. I was trying to call 911 because I thought he was having a seizure. Mm -hmm. So... I'm thinking this guy's having a seizure. So in the, you know, in the street. So I call 911 and then 911's like, well, what street are you on? There's no sign on the stop sign, you know, that says the street. So when I get off to, you know, just the other sign, this guy is like rolling and like all fucked up on the ground. And then out of nowhere, he stands up and then just bangs his head on my fucking car. And I'm like, what the hell is happening dude he shattered my window he dented my car which that's fine you know that's just material stuff but that's how like strong and like you know the power that he had in him from whatever he was on you Mm -hmm. know that that somebody like that in my house with where my kid is at like you know I have I'm gonna shoot you but I don't want to that's fucking creepy dude yeah and yeah I, I, I get what you're saying. Like, obviously, you don't want to have to hurt anybody. You're just, you go into, like, protective mode, and you're just like, okay, you know. And I think about that even with the knife. Like, would I really be able to, like, stab someone's skin and, like, like pierce all the way through? Like, that's that's a, a big thing. Like, not all of us have that in us. So, but I think with the homelessness, yes, most of them are obviously going through a hell of a lot and so they are using to kind of escape this and so it just I think that's what ends up making people feel like homelessness just are drunks and alcoholics and Mm -hmm. whatever it may be but we used to have a place for them we used to have a home we used to have uh, centers for them and then we got rid of those so now they are in the streets and that's why we got to get out and vote for somebody who is trying to to um you know look out for these people and it could be us it very well could be us we know girl you know that one very close person that is very close to being homeless yeah girl i know and you know in talking about that the problem that we're having in San Antonio, we do have a center for them. It's just that the problem is it got to stay clean to stay in the center. And, you know, they, again, they have a problem. They have an addiction and, and they don't, you know, they don't, they don't stay clean. So they don't let them stay there. And then they're out here, you know, creeping us out. And like, the last person I want to hurt is somebody that's homeless. That's why right now with what my neighborhood is going through is a little bit, tricky and 
you know, you don't want to hurt these people. If anything, we want to help them. And yeah, like you said, we can help them by voting and, and electing officials that are willing to, um, I don't know. I don't know how we can help the homeless, but it's by due by affordable housing. And right now, you know, affordable housing is insanely out of budget. I don't know why you say that. My mind's drawing a blank, but we just we don't have it. It's not affordable. Right. So if we have affordable housing, people that's honestly one of the number one ways that we can help address homelessness is you know we we work full-time jobs but yet we can't even we're not on a living wage yeah people are working and that's unacceptable so again we got to vote for people who are who are trying to help people as the unit not just a certain group or people who they think you know does are are deserving we are all connected and we're only as good as we treat our weakest or most vulnerable. Not weakest, but most vulnerable. Yeah. We got to vote, dude. We're going to be those bitches that are like, vote, vote, vote. Because, <laughs> you know, we know too many people that don't vote and I get it. It feels like we don't have a say, but that is voter oppression that is actually a strategic move um from the power the power the powerful the powerful people at the top want us to believe that our vote doesn't matter and it absolutely does so percent yeah voting is very important and yeah vote your prime this is my first time that i voted primary and you know i've been trying to get involved more into voting and doing a little research on who's doing what and mm-hmm. honestly guys the time that we take to scroll down instagram is the time that it takes to google these people and find out a little bit about what they stand for education homelessness if they're veterans you know a little bit of their history and whatever you know you haven't been following them for a long time but whatever speaks to your heart you can support it and that's that's what i did and um, right. But yeah, that's, yeah, again, like homelessness, voting, that's a whole nother conversation. That's a whole nother episode that I hope that we can put together soon. Yeah. Yeah. Because ooh, I mean, I personally am not super stoked about our options for presidency. Um, so I, I, yeah, that is a conversation because it's like, should we just, Yet, should we just focus on getting Donald Trump out? And that means, like, we'll vote, we'll vote for whoever the hell it is, regardless of, like, because, yeah, Trump isn't, obviously, he's, I don't even know, like, what to say. He's just not a good human being. And, but he's also, like, in some ways, dumb, in my opinion. You got to really think about it so yeah it is a conversation to have like you know do we want Donald Trump hell no but do we want someone yeah it's it's just tough dude it's it's really it's something that I've been thinking about every single day yes and one thing that I I saw the other day and I I'll share really quick um is you we have to remember that we're not just voting for Trump Right. We're also voting for two Supreme Court judges because these two judges are going to retire soon or 
or possibly die soon. So it's the president that elects these people. And these people are the people, these judges are the judges that make the big decisions. Gay marriage, who passes it? The Supreme Court. These judges get together, they discuss the subject, and they vote. You know, so if we have, if we elect Trump, then we're giving him the power to elect two more judges on that stand. And he's going to elect somebody that meets his morals, his ways. It's very important to look at, look at it that way, too. So that, that I think that I saw it the other day and I was like, wow, that's really cool because a lot of people are like, well, Biden's fucking old and he's a creep and whatever, you know, you see online about Biden. You're like, well, fuck, I don't even know who to vote for. But we have to keep in mind that there's other decisions to be made by Absolutely. the president of the United States of America, you know. So, yeah, I think that's, that's uh, very important. You know, you're right. And like you like we said, this is this is just another whole other conversation. Yeah. But it's definitely something. And thank you for bringing up that point, because. Maybe that is something that can help you make your decision because it's not just solely based on the presidents. It's it, it is like who who stands behind them and who's who's somewhat supporting them or who 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 do they rely on? So yeah, we'll see, girl. We yeah, we'll shall see. Yeah, we'll get the juices flowing and hopefully we can have some sort of episode on that subject because yeah. Woo! But I do want to say, I hope that that family, the neighbors from hell, we've all had <laughs> neighbors from hell. And is there a right way to handle it? Is there a wrong way? I don't, I don't think so. So do whatever is best for you, obviously. And then, you know, do what your heart is kind of like calling. Because I know you wanted to call for a long time and you were kind of just like really stressed out. So in the end, you, you did, I feel like what you, what you kind of wanted to, what you felt right was in your heart. But I'm I'm praying for that family and for all the families out there right now going through that situation. And just to think that numbers um, went up during COVID. So unfortunate. It is, dude. And sending prayers and lots of love to every single person. Yep. Stay safe. Wear your masks. <laughs> Be neighborly. We'll see you next time. Until next time.